Hey, Dan Talks listeners, welcome to another episode of Dan Talks. This week, I am talking to Daniel Alexander, who is a Los Angeles-based singer-songwriter, and he also has a pretty sizable following on TikTok and Instagram. Both of those are linked in the uh, episode description. And in addition to his music, he posts a lot about being gay in LA and dating, and so we had a pretty easy conversation that carried itself. And uh, I hope you enjoy listening to Daniel Alexander as much as I enjoyed talking to him. So without further ado, here is Daniel Alexander. Okay, um, Daniel Alexander, but I can call you Daniel Alexander. Yeah, Ms. Jackson, if you're nasty. <laughs> um, Daniel, what, what, um, what stereotypes about gay men do you think are true? Um, that we're whores. Actually, no, not weird, because I'm definitely not. But I definitely think, I'm just kidding, but I definitely think that um, commitment issues is definitely true. Like, I think that's, like, a stereotype that's very, very true. Um, I think that we, like, over-sexualize everything. I think that's super true. Um, God, stereotypes. Um, I would say those are, like, the top two, since we're talking about this topic specifically. Non-committal and over-sexualization of each other. Yeah. Um, do you think uh, do you think LA is sort of the um, ground zero for all of that? Um, you know what's crazy is that everyone says like, "Oh my God, gay, the men here are this, the men there are that," and it's just like honestly, gays are gays everywhere. Like, I don't think there's like a difference. I think you can go to Idaho and you're gonna like go to that small town bar and they're gonna be acting the same exact way there. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, I will say that like my dad lives in Ohio, so when I would visit there, like guys would always ask me out and like, there are definitely a lot, there are a lot, they have more um, manners there. They're a lot sweeter. I, I don't know. It's like, it's a different vibe. So I don't know if they're the same there. Cause I, what I received was totally unlike anything like here. I feel like guys are really entitled. They just assume they're going to get in your pants. And over there, it was very cute. Like he like picked me up. It was like out of the movie. It was like out of a movie. Like I was just like, Oh, this is like adorable. But like, I also don't live here. <laughs> where did you grow up? Um, like, like where, like, like, where did he take me? No, where did you grow up? Oh, grow up! I was like, yeah. you said, where did you go out? Um, no, Miami. <laughs> yeah, where'd you go out in Ohio? Um, you grew yeah, where'd you go? <laughs> okay, so you yeah, grew up in Miami. Miami. Are you yeah. are you going to Twist when you're 16 or what? Oh my God, what do you know about Twist? I mean, I know I've been there when I went to Miami. <laughs> Oh my God. No, not when I was 16. They're really, really strict there, but I definitely um, have stomped all over there. Yeah. I moved here five years ago. So I moved here when I was like 26. Um, So I'm, that's Miami's all I know next to this, but it's also a big city. So I'm kind of used to the bullshit, especially when it comes to dating. So it was nothing new for me. Do you feel exhausted being around so many hot people between Miami and Los Angeles? (laughs) No, because I'm the hottest one. (laughs) <laughs> so not at all no i'm just kidding um i don't know it, it's what oh god being hot is overrated honestly who cares i think it you it's impossible to overstate how important it is to be hot i don't think I how mean, important it is but i think how many doors open to you and how much better your life is yeah i mean yeah for sure i mean it, it helps to be cute definitely um but I just find that especially like with 
dating or something like that like I mean you could be the hottest guy in the world and I could just be completely turned off I don't know for me it's like you have to be smart that's first like I don't care how hot you are like what's in between your ears I don't know I feel like when you're at a bar and like guys start talking to you it's like god like the call is coming from inside the house like there's just nothing there but those looks and I'm telling you like I have no interest in sleeping with you I just (laughs) was there ever a time in your life that you did have interest and now you don't or it's always been this way like where I didn't care if they were stupid type of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, I'm not a saint. I mean, obviously, like, you know, I've been around the block, but I know I've always been attracted to like sensitivity and like someone being like fairly intelligent. I mean, I'm not saying you have to be like Albert Einstein, but you need to like have your shit together. I think stupid uh, every now and then is, you know, well, at least in my single days. I mean, stupid is nice. It's low pressure. Well, like, what kind of stupid? Because I've met people, I've met duds that are, like, they're really handsome, but they just, like, and they're really sweet, but, like, poor things just don't have a lot going on. So, I mean, that's different. That's, like, okay, like, you're a kind person. You're sweet. Okay, fine. I have a little time for it. You know what I mean? Like, maybe you're not the sharpest tool in the shed. But, um, so, yeah, I think there's levels to it. So, yeah, I guess I can get into stupid if they're really nice. (laughs) I'm just, (laughs) I'm just saying, I don't, if someone, if I don't, I'm not, if I'm not connecting uh, on an intellectual level, there's no pressure of like, am I going to build a life with this person? You know, you don't even think about that. You just think, oh, I guess I am free Saturday. Right. Yeah, totally. No, no, no. I've totally had like guys that like, I know I'm just kind of like wasting time with, like I'm bored. <sighs> They're cute. I want to be held. Okay, fine. Like, yeah. What time, what time are you free Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> Do you, um, um, but I think, I think now I'm like looking for something a little bit different. So I think mm-hmm. now I just look at things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always, um, when I say hot people, I'm always talking about other people. Like I've never seen myself. I think I'm cute, but I don't think I'm hot. Do you think of yourself as a hot person or a cute person or neither? Um, I think I'm cute. I don't think, I don't think, I mean, I listen, I used to be like 285 pounds and like, I I was a really big boy and I like had to wear, I, I, you know, I've experienced both sides of the coin. I think, you know, like I've been both. So I, for me, I don't know. I try not to judge people too hard on their looks and stuff like that. Cause I know what that feels like. So it's kind of like, I don't know, but I mean, sometimes, you know, it helps <laughs> if you are, I mean, I don't think I'm like the hottest person on earth, but I think I'm cute. Yeah. Why not? And, and what I'm hearing is sometimes you feel hot. Yeah. I mean, okay. That's, that's yeah. Sometimes I feel like you can't tell me shit. Like I'm like, I think I'm hot as fuck. And then other times I'm like, oh, I'm all right. What changes when you go from 285 to slim and trim? Um, honestly, I feel, I feel like I was more secure when I was fat. Because? I don't know. Like, I just, like, when I was, like, bigger, I used to, and I'm still this way. I have a big personality, all that stuff. But, like, when I was bigger, for example, like, I would just, like, approach guys. Like, I would just tell guys I thought they were cute. Now I get so, it's almost, like, crippling, the anxiety I get. Like, it is, like... If I walk into like last night, I was, that's why I look very hungover. I mean, I was like really, really drunk last night, but <laughs> I was at the Abbey or the chapel or whatever. And like, I walk in and there's all these gay men and like the, my, my best friend is a lesbian. And she's like, do you ever get like intimidated when you walk into it, like a room full of dick? And I'm like, 100%, like I want to crawl into a hole and die. Like, I'm just like pointing to the bathroom and I'm like running over there. Like, I just don't. And if a guy likes me or like, if I'm into a guy, I turn into like, I'll go from like 10 like this to nothing. Like I am like, I even like tremble. It's insane. So well, I don't know. Like I, I never used to be that way until now. When you were bigger, were you entering those rooms though? Yeah, totally. I didn't give a fuck. That's so interesting. Do you feel like you're like 
there's like more potential for failure because you can like shoot higher or something? I don't know. I think back then I just like, I don't know. Like I knew I didn't like look like them. And I, I don't know. I think there's like, I think, uh, I think when people are actually looking at you, you just get shy. You know what I mean? So that was kind of, I don't know. That is a really, really good question. I feel like a lot of things are better, but then a lot of things kind of like reversed. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's a hard question to answer. I don't know. I don't know what's do wrong you, with me. Do you feel like more, that's the purpose. That's the title of this interview is what's wrong with Daniel. Um, do you feel like more, <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like more people are looking at you now? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And that without question, probably yeah. validating, but anxiety provoking. Yeah, very. Like, like I don't know. Random guys coming up to you is like, it's my anxiety. Like, it's cute, and I'm like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. But like, I don't know. I, yeah. I um, <laughs> I've never because the thing is, I've um, I've never, I've always wondered what the feeling is when I, I've never entered a room and like heads turn and people like whisper to like maybe in my, maybe like I don't know that it's happened, but I've never like sensed in a room that I am like the object of affection for people's eyes but you seem to have experienced that yeah i mean i, I guess i do oh god i hate talking about, about myself like that it's so vain but i mean we must <laughs> um no like i yeah i have and I, I don't know like yeah but i mean last night i was busy making out with this boy so it doesn't matter, count but <laughs> what do you mean why does that not count well, no, because it's someone that I knew. Actually, I think this is a really good topic. So the guy that I was making, okay, so this is kind of, it's been going on for like a little while now. So my ex-boyfriend was a fucking nightmare. Like, honestly, like dating him was just awful. Like, How long did you stay? He, we were together eight months. We just broke up probably like two months ago. Uh -huh. um, he was just, it was just like so toxic. He uh -huh. drove me fucking crazy. Like, I mean, I'm a very like mushy, gushy person. Like he kind of like wasn't unless we were like in private and I just wasn't the fight. It was like, I don't think there was one weekend, not one weekend that we did not have a, like a blowout argument in eight months. Uh -huh. It was just insane. Like he like cheated on me too on top of it. And I'm just like, you know what? Like I am already 50 times out of your league. The fact that you cheated on me is ridiculous. Goodbye. Um, but yeah, it was just horrible. So his friend since college, um, yeah, him and I started kind of like getting together. So it's like this weird thing where, which mind you, it's not really, first of all, it's not fucked up on my end because I don't owe my ex-boyfriend shit. And I don't, I wouldn't piss on him if he was on fire, to be honest with you. So it's like, for me, I don't care. But, you know, obviously like his friend is kind of like, you know, let's just like keep this low key right now because I don't, he's like, you know, I like, he's like, you know, I, I care about Alex. I want to keep my friendship with him. And I'm like, you're not going to have a friendship with him. Like if you get with me, there's not going to be a friendship with him. Like uh -huh. he's going to dump you as a friend, obviously. And rightfully so. I mean, it is fucked up. Yeah. If you want to be my lover, you got to break up with your friend. You got to break up with your friend. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not telling him he has to break up with him, but I don't know. From what I understood too, they were just party friends, quote unquote. So like, and the thing is that me and this guy, his friend had a thing going before I even met my ex-boyfriend. Okay. So, and my ex-boyfriend knew that going okay. into it. So it's really not as messy as it sounds. I just really, really click with him and I want to date him and I really like him. Okay. And well, it's just well, one of these situations. Me, um, <laughs> <laughs> Am I yelling? Oh my God. Um, um, you're just like convincing me that, that you want to date him and I'm saying yes. Um, you said that this is a really great topic. What's so great about this topic? Because it sounds messy. 
<laughs> so because you I think um parts a part of you lives for the drama I mean someone doesn't stay with someone fighting every weekend if they don't love a little spice no I honestly I um oh my god I gotta turn this car on it's fucking hot um no honestly sorry my roommate's like doing some loud shit in my apartment that's why I'm like doing this in my car um <laughs> It's not that I like liked the drama. He, I think we met at like a really weird time in like my life. My grandma was like dying. She eventually passed away. And I was super close to my grandma, like really, really close. And he met me during that time. And I think that I was, we were great. Like we were, so between him and I, we were super close and we were like best friends. Um, I think that he was definitely way more in love with me than I was with him. I think for me, it was more so out of comfort. Cause he was like there for me. We laughed. We were like best friends who had great sex and like hung out all the time, which I, I think that's what it's supposed to be. But I never like fully like fell completely in love with him the way he was in love with me. And I think he knew that, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I don't know, like I met him also like when I'm, when I get with somebody and I'm dating them, I really, really need to be like crazy about you. And I think for that time period, I just wanted somebody there. And he was there for me 100%, like would always show up for me. And then it just started getting bad. Like, I think that like he started getting resentful because like I never properly asked him out. I never pulled all the stops that he knows I've done for like, you know, my exes and stuff like that. And he, that really, really bothered him. And I think that it was just kind of like a buildup. And then I started getting really resentful toward him also because I kind of like wanted out. Cause it was just like, I, I don't know. Like it was just a lot of fighting. We didn't also like outside of like being together and private. Like I hated him when he got drunk, like hated him. I thought he was just like so annoying, really irritating. Just, I just knew. And then like, I met his family and I would always go to his family's house and stuff like that. And I just like sat there one day and I was just kind of like, I don't know, like if I want to marry into this, uh-huh. like, I don't know if I vibe with this family like that. Like I, I, I just, yeah. the whole thing was just off. Yeah. It sounds like it's good. You broke up. Did you ever, <laughs> did Sorry, you... I go on these tangents and I keep talking and talking and talking to stop me. Did you ever, um, meet a, a boy in a family that you thought oh I could marry into this one yeah 100 one or multiple just one and is he the one that got away or not yeah for sure I mean I so literally is such a girl I have a shoebox with like pictures and stuff in it it's like literally out of a movie but he's in Sacramento um I don't know I met him when I first moved here and I had no business dating anybody but I definitely think that he was like the love of my life for sure and so what's the deal I mean, the deal is honestly that like, I just met him at a bad time. Like, you know, they say like right person, bad time. Like I was a nightmare to be around. Like it was my first time, like moving away from home. I was like leaving my parents' house. I, I just, just like a mess. Like, you know, like when you first show up to a city, I was trying to get myself established and figure out how to pay bills and do all these things, everything that I am now, you know what I mean? Like, and just like, like create this life here. And I met him and not only that, like I was broke. He lived six hours away. So I was like working as a barista, driving six hours in the middle of the night to Sacramento, like on days off, he would come here. And it was just like, I think we bit off more than we could chew. But out of that obviously came like this, this great love, but like it really, really just all those outside factors got in the way. And I think the distance also, he was really insecure and just kind of like, yeah, like he, he, he had a lot of insecurities and the distance, the distance was getting to him. And like, it was kind of one of those things, like every time that we would hang out, like when we would separate, it would like hurt. And that have to happen all the time because he lived up there. So it's like when we would see each other and then separate that like constant, like ripping away was just a lot. So why don't you move second? It Girl, because I'm out here trying to trying to become something. 
<laughs> no, I thought about it. I have thought about it. Um, I think now because I have like, I mean, obviously I'm doing the TikTok thing, but like I'm a singer. That's why I live out here. That's what, that's what I'm doing. So that's part of the reason why I do those TikTok videos on top of it, just to kind of like get a following and a base going. Um, but he, yeah, like, I don't know. I thought about it. You know, it's one of those things where I feel like if it comes back around, it'll come back around. But yeah, it's not like I haven't. He was going to move here, but I think what stopped me was him telling me that the only reason he's moving here is because of me. And he told me this like a couple of years ago. And I kind of freaked out because I just feel like, because he hates LA. He's like a small town boy, like grew up with the same, like has been friends with his friends since they were like in kindergarten, very that. And I don't want him doing that only for me. Like I would do it just for him, but I think for him, I don't want him to like resent me. I don't want him to be here when he doesn't want to be here. If it's just for me. How, how could you say that you would do it for him, but can't accept him doing it for you? Because like, he just like, he needs his family and stuff like that. He's very like, I don't know. He's really sensitive. And he's one of those people that like, he needs to have like his family around him. I'm not one of those people. Like I'm a lot tougher than he is. And I just feel, feel like it'll, it would be easier for me to do that versus him. So you and think I don't want to like know, take that from him. So you think you know better than him of what he actually needs? <sighs> Leave me alone. No, okay. I was, just, I don't know. Like, no, I guess so in a way. But he needs he needs to have that around him, and I don't want to take that from him. I know that he would be sad without that. Yeah, maybe he's sad without you. Huh? Yeah, but maybe he's sad without you. No, yeah, we're. I mean, we're sad without each other. Totally. I'm just saying, uh, if I, mean, I if I knew the love of my life lived six hours away and he said, I'll move to your city, I don't know why I'm saying no. Also, but, but here's the thing, though. It's like, right now, I have a career. I have money. I'm not, like, poor anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, if we were to have that conversation now, it's crazy. I was actually having this talk with my roommate the other day. I was like, you know, we were talking about him. And I was like, if I were to have met him now or if we were to start talking again, now and he said that i'd be like yeah sure come but back then i wasn't in the position to also like handle that like i literally i was a barista i was like working 40 hours a week just trying to like pay my rent like i was like hustle and bustling a lot and like i just wasn't not only did i think it would like tear him away from his family and all that but i also wasn't prepared to like get myself in that in that deep even though i'm like going six hours of sacramento all the time so kind of like it's ridiculous because we're we're both really committed into it but i yeah just bad timing don't i would think, do it now though okay shout out um don't you think one of the benefits of being gay is that there aren't as many uh arbitrary timelines that are put on us yeah i mean i think that we can definitely make our own rules a little bit what are your rules? I don't know. So I'm, I'm pretty traditional in relationships. Like I'm very old school about a lot of stuff. And I think that's just the way that I am. Like I'm not into being open. Don't ask me for a threesome. I'm not interested. Like I'm very down that road. Like if I'm with you, I'm with you. That's it. And do you have um, life events attached to age markers? Like things that have happened, like, like, I want to have a kind of like, I want to do or have this by this age. Um, no, not really. Uh, that see those that I don't believe in too much. Uh-huh. Life is so <laughs> unpredictable for all that. Yes. Um, but you could see yourself being in LA for a long time. Yeah, no, for sure. I think like, I'm like a California boy at this point. Yeah. Uh-huh. And do you see yourself getting exhausted of the gay scene there? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I'm, I'm fucking sick of it, but it's fun. <laughs> You're sick of it until you get some sleep on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then it's back, back to black. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm off Sunday, Monday, so that like it's great. But um, I love me a Sunday fun day. Everybody knows Sunday is my day, baby. I am outside on a Sunday, lit up, lit up. Um, so you don't have fantasies of living somewhere else? Um, yeah, the UK. That's it, though. The UK, um, I don't know, like, yeah, I like, I take things around, like, I love New York, I just hate the cold, but no, I like, California's my thing, unless it's, like, somewhere overseas, like, I would love to do that, I would love to, like, live in Australia or something like that, or, like, the UK for a little while. What do you hope to say in your music? What happened? What do you hope to say in your music? To say, I mean, I don't know, I talk about boys in my music. (laughs) And, And what do you say about them generally? that I hate them. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I like, I like, I, I like, I don't know. Like I, you know, I like telling my story. I have, um, I have one song that's completely about him and it's like very blatantly about him. Cause I'm like talking about things that have happened like in the lyrics and whatnot. And I don't know. I think that I'm very like Taylor Swifty in that aspect. Like I write everything. Um, and yeah, that's like where I let it out. It's like always about relationships. It's always like, I'm like eternally heartbroken. It's terrible. <laughs> what is um what is all of, i love it you have iced coffee and you switch it every now and then that's very um you love it yeah it's, it's a living meme yeah <laughs> it's it's very that's your next question for me yeah, yeah yeah um what has uh all of your heartbreak taught you so far um honestly that life is unpredictable and things you, you just you just gotta chill like seriously like i think i was so I'm a very type A personality. I don't know if you can tell, but <laughs> I was so like, I was always trying to control things. And especially with things like love and relationships, like it, they should be easy. Like, that's the one thing. Like, it, like my dad always taught me if a guy wants you, he's going to have you. And I fully believe that if a guy's interested in you, he really wants you, he's going to have you period. There's, there, I, there's not going to be this whole like game. I'm not going to be texting back and forth and like me waiting five minutes to respond to you or you to me. Like all that shit is bullshit. Like, you want me to come get me. It's really simple. Well, Daniel Alexander, I wish you all the best in music, all the best in <laughs> love, all the best in Los Angeles, and thank you for coming on. Totally. I love it. Thank you for having me.